You got your toothbrush? Check. Do you have your gator? Check. Do you have your cozy clothes? Got that. What? Do they know I'm black? Should they? You might wanna, you know? Mom and Dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked that he's a black man. <laughs> I ain't never seen you like this before, bruh. Meeting families taking road trips. Don't come back all bougie, man. Come back, get your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> <laughs>So you guys coming up from the city? Yeah, we're just heading up for the weekend. Can I see your license, please? He wasn't driving. I didn't ask who was driving. I asked to see his ID. Call me Dean and you're hungry, my man. So how long has this been going on, this, this thing? <laughs> <laughs> we hired Georgina and Walter to help care for my parents. When they died, I couldn't bear to let them go. smoke in front of my daughter. I'm gonna quit. She'd take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis. I'm good, actually. Are you ready for this? I'm back in the beat. So look, I go do my research. Apparently, a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. Bro, how you not scared of this, man? Couldn't see no brother around here. Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! <laughs> Bros, we gotta go. Is everything okay? Bros, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Bros! Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. <gasps> Mom, it's a terrible thing to waste. Terrible thing to waste. People are getting nervous. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. Right, y'all, welcome to CBN Movie Night. I am your host, Rain Coleman. This podcast is a carefree black nerd movie club where we review and critique movies, both nostalgic and current. Today I have with me another familiar voice you should know this man it is sid davis of bynk radio the social introvert knights and gotham fame uh and we will be discussing <clears throat> the 2017 cult classic well at least i feel it is get out so let these folks know uh as if they haven't already what's up <laughs> hey man um i'll let you know this now <laughs> I watched this movie once, <laughs> and uh, I decided to watch it a second. This is my second time officially watching okay. it. Okay. Because it, it wasn't a bad movie. It was just, it's like, damn, like, from everything that I've seen from the subliminal messages, just mm-hmm. everything, I needed to, I needed it to settle for a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then watching it again, I'm like. Oh shit! I missed this. I missed that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the little tiny bits and everything like that. But my opinion ain't changed about the movie. I think that movie's dope. Okay. This is 
fucking interested in take to me. Ooh, all right, all right. So, uh, yeah, everybody, you heard it. You heard it here first, or for the second time. <laughs> now, uh, before getting started, I want everyone under the sound of our voices to use the hashtag CBNMovieNight when you're listening to this episode. Share your thoughts and opinions on this episode, on the movie. Be sure to answer any questions that we might have for each other during the show. And uh, let's, let's shit, get into this. So, Get Out. Get Out is a 2017 American horror film written by Jordan Peele. In his directorial debut, it stars, and I'm going to butcher this name, I'm going to try not to, Daniel Kaluuya, also of uh, Black Panther, Allison Williams, Lil Rel Howery, 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 sure, Bradley Whitford, Caleb Landry-Jones, Stephen Root, and Catherine Kinnear. Now, Get Out follows the Chris Washington, this is Daniel, a young African-American man who uncovers a disturbing secret when he meets the family of his Caucasian girlfriend, Rose Armitage. Uh, Get Out premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, and it was on January 23rd of 2017, which is so odd because I remember... I guess I'm getting older because if you ask me about the Power Rangers movie, I, I it feels so far away like I was a kid. Like, oh, I was you know, a little kid watching that. But you asked me about Get Out, and even though it was, what, three and a half years ago, something like that, yeah. it feels like it was yesterday. And I think that's Damn just because I'm old, man. <laughs> In <Damn> time. Man, <laughs> even, then, like, even then, like, going to see films, like, I remember the very first time I saw Lion King in the theaters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember seeing Pocahontas. And, uh, and it's like, damn, okay. That was a long time ago. It used to feel like it was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but now that everything is switched up, you're getting a little older. It's just like, mm-hmm. like the last time I seen Get Out or anything like that. I'm like, damn, that mm. was that was like three, three yeah. and a half, four years ago, and yeah. I just be bugging out sometimes. Bruh, I'm getting old. I'm gonna say that shit. I um, get it, I get it now. Whenever like my you know my grandmother or you know any of my relatives that be like. Uh, it'd be a new film, and they're like, oh, is that on Netflix? Shit, I'm like, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> for real. <laughs> I'd be ready to fucking flame them. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's brand new. Yeah. Bruh, these are some trying times, goddammit. Uh, okay, so it started off at Sundance, and it was theatrically released in the United States on February 24th of 17. Uh, by Universal Pictures, it grossed $255 million worldwide on a $4.5 million budget, with a net profit right of $124 million, making it the 10th most profitable, profitable excuse me, film of 2017. Okay, $4.5 which to me still sounds like a lot, but like as far as movies are concerned... Really isn't a lot, That's a lot. But to make two hundred and fifty-five million back, like ah, oh, that's tenfold. Shit. <clears throat> um, what else? So, Get Out received praise for its direction and themes, and it was chosen by the National Board of Review, the American Film Institute, and Time as one of the top ten films of the year. Uh, and I wonder if that. Well, I would imagine that was made. That decision was made towards the end of two thousand seventeen. Uh, now, let's see. At the 90th Academy Awards, the film was nominated for four awards, including Best Picture, 
Peel won for Best Original Screenplay. It also earned five nominations at the 23rd Critics' Choice Awards, two at the 7th Golden Globe, Golden, Globe, damn, Golden Globe Awards, and two at the 71st British Academy Film Awards. It has featured in multiple listings of the best films of the 2010s. What do you think about that, it being one of the best films of the 2010s? Um... There has not been a lot of great films mm, mm-hmm. in this past decade or yeah. last decade like that. Um, I would not argue that. Yeah. No, I'm with you because even if, let's say, someone didn't like the film, you can't deny that it's, mm, let me see, because it's not, it's not anything necessarily groundbreaking. Well, nothing under the sun is new, so I'll say that. But I think Get Out was one of those films that came right on time. Uh, people have been in... I think it's a film that we didn't know we wanted, um, especially being like a black-centered horror film where the black person doesn't die, you know, within the first act or the first person to die. So I think that uh, that alone makes this a really, really good film. Um, and I can't think of any other horror movies that were out about that time. Nope. So. Nope. Yeah, and for him to cross over from comedy, well, not cross over, but for him to have been known for comedy back from, like, Mad TV to Jordan and uh, Key and Peele, excuse me, and then, you know, other movies that they've done, and then to come out the box with this one, like, this is like a, a good freshman album, like, so, <laughs> so I'm... It just, yeah, there's been a lot of horror films to come out, mm-hmm. a lot, in, you know, within the last decade, but... I didn't take. I think the only one that I've really taken the time to really watch besides Get Out mm-hmm. was maybe um, uh, oh, Oculus. Okay. Oculus is mm-hmm. what I. And even then, Oculus was like, eh, okay, it's all right. But. Yeah. Uh, that's like the only one I thought that was fairly decent because, you know, there was the buildup with Oculus. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, shit. But uh, besides that, Get Out, maybe I have not really cared to watch horror films in a very long time. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and then I was skeptical of uh, Get Out. Well, I um, was never a horror, fi- horror fan. Horror, mm, I can speak, y'all. A horror film fan. And that's because as a kid, they scared the fuck out of me. But as an adult, <laughs> like watching these films, they're more comical. Like they, Well, let me say this. The movies they're I've comical. seen... They're horror, scary, suspense movies, but for me being a an adult looking through those child eyes, I'm like, damn, you was really scared of this shit? So it's funny to me, but I understand that they're horror films. So I think Get Out was one of the first horror film or scary movies that I've seen where I wasn't... I was laughing at things that happened in it, but I wasn't laughing like... Somebody got their head chopped off by the killer, and now I'm in tears because I'm like, oh, as a kid, you thought this was scary. Like, yeah. Something's wrong with me, then, man, because there have been certain movies. Yeah. I don't know, me, you know, my boy, we just, like, inside jokes and shit like that at movies, and we just bust out laughing at some shit. Like, this motherfucker just died. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. How are we laughing at it? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember going to see The Grudge, and we almost got kicked out. Because <laughs> we, we just could not stop laughing at that shit. Like, yeah. What the fuck is that? I can see that. I can see 
<laughs> oh shit. Um damn, okay, so <clears throat> a black horror film. Usually the questions are like, how old were you? You know, uh, did you see this movie in theaters, VHS? Well, clearly this is a relatively newer movie, so those, I mean, sure. Um, who from this list is still working in movies today? I, pretty much every goddamn body in the in the film is working still. So that's, uh, that's cool. Now, there's a lot of um, Easter eggs. There's a lot of, like... Uh, subtle m movements and, and and actions and things that watching a second, third, or fourth time make more sense. This movie is really layered, and I really, really like that. Um, I saw it the first time, and a lot of things I, I pretty much got, but going back and watching it, because I think before I moved to Texas, I watched this movie like three times, and it wasn't it was a good movie, but it wasn't because it was a good movie. I watched it because I was like out with a group of people who hadn't seen it. Then I went out with some other people who didn't see it. Then I saw it with my family. And I was like, well, shit, I'm tired of this goddamn movie. But I gained an appreciation for it every time I rewatch. Um, because it's a film dealing with race, I think that's... I think that's a really big part of uh, why I like this so much, and it's not too. Let me see. How do I put this? A movie of this kind that deals with race in this way is not something that I've seen before. Um. So. Okay. Fast forward. There's two endings. There's the one in the theater. <clears throat> and there's an alternate ending. And again, going back to race, when I saw the alternate ending, I thought I was going to be more uh, triggered, for lack of a better term. But I wasn't. I was very satisfied with that ending as well. I don't think it would have went over well in theaters, but I did like that ending. Yeah, they, they can kiss my ass with that alternate ending. I say, like, you better be glad you did not, because I would have said, yo, fam. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been. I I think I would have been triggered by that ending. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that would have me off. Yeah, um, it was very in keeping with horror movies, but with this being the first of its kind, which and all you horror films out there, if there is something else that is different or something that that's similar to this that came before, be sure to let us know. Use that hashtag CBN Movie Night. It's not that I am trying to discredit if there's anything that came before, but I started this show telling you I didn't like horror movies as a kid. So I'm still learning. So that being said, I don't think there's been a movie like this before. And so for this to be his first movie and for it to be a film with black folks treated the way they are here. If that alternate ending had have been in theaters, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that he would have gotten the praise that he gets now <laughs> to, to be, to be quite honest. I don't know if he would have gotten that praise. Um, so we follow Chris and his girlfriend Rose and, uh, we open up, she go to his house, uh, Childish Gambino is playing, or Donald Glover, or whichever one he's going by. Um, Chris getting ready, shaving and shit, open the door, homegirl there, and they're talking, and she mentions, well, he asks, which is very odd. Um, well, no, it's not odd. It's odd for the time that he asks, does your parents, do your family know I'm black? And she says, no. And I'm thinking... At first, I was like, oh, okay, whatever, when I first watched it, because I'm thinking they've been dated for, like, I don't know, a couple weeks. 
we kind of find out later they've been together for four or five months, depending on who's right when they tell her parents. How do you date somebody of a different race for five months and you're going to meet their family and their family don't know? Is that just a black thing that I would be like, yeah, this that, motherfucker white? Like a, there were subtle things that just jumped at me when I like watching it mm-hmm. that the very first time. And then when I heard that, I was like, wait, hold on a second. Like, and the, the movie keeps going, of course. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there and thought, listening while the movie's going, and that's still lingering. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, something don't seem, <laughs> something don't seem quite right. Bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, it didn't. And so, Rose, she really, I don't know. I want, I can't remember if, like, I can't remember before the movie came out, what did I see? Like, I don't think there was anything in the, like, trailers that would clue no. you in that her being the bad guy. Spoiler alert if no, you didn't know that. But I never, I never forget them trailers. Okay. Because I know I, I looked at her and I was like, I, I kept going back and forth. But initially I was like, oh, okay, this is just the tone-deaf white woman. And I think a lot of that has to do with just... American and well, probably global upbringing and the images you see on TV and how whiteness is portrayed as you know innocent and uh, pure and whatever else. Um, but at the same time, no, 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 I'm, I'm gonna just stick with that because I, I didn't, I, I, I had my misgivings about her, but that was my own personal opinion. It wasn't from what was portrayed in the movie at that point. Uh, but when she said her parents didn't know he was black, man, I'm. Mm. Yeah, that was kind of like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, that's red flag number one. Uh, but right. the trailer, the trailers though. Yeah, I remember seeing it for the trailer for the first time when it released. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this whack ass shit. Now when they went back and then gave us the second trailer, you like, oh, mm. okay, what is this? It looked completely different, like the lighting and every it just looked like it was shot differently or they went back and made some changes I'm mm-hmm. like, oh okay okay then i was interested yeah so and then when they released the premise of the movie that's mm-hmm. what i man so what do you what do you think about this movie aesthetically like just the overall movie the overall movie the overall like visual start to finish how do you feel about the way the movie looked um visually it looked great i love it just Based on, like, not to jump ahead, because mm-hmm. because uh, I'm an audio freak, man. Mm-hmm. So when he's talking to Rose's mom, and he sits in that chair. Yeah. And she's just she's doing her thing, y'all. For people that seen the movie, y'all know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And she says sink, and then you hear. Woo! Yes. The sound effect of her saying sink. Yeah. And then the, I, I can't describe it, but when she says it and then it drops. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this shit sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. Right. It, especially in a theater. Like my mom, yeah. My mom's looking at me like I was weird or something. Yeah. I was like, you didn't hear that, bro? Yeah. And then the, the visual of the sunken place. I don't know how they were able to pull that off. Just based on how 
Um, like, there's nothing there, of course. Yeah. So, nothing's a sunken place. Yeah. But the way that, I don't know what it was. I, I can't describe it because I'm like, I've never seen this before. He was able to take something like that literally had none and turn it into a meme. You turn it into, mm-hmm. you, you turn it into a household uh, saying, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Black community. I, I just thought it was so fucking dope from how the, the, the opening visuals, basically, mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. driving. Yeah. Ten, I think it was them driving, right? Uh, or showing that, that roadway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, with the deer and shit. Yeah, I don't know. It was just as simple as it was. Mm-hmm. I did like the visuals of the forest. Yeah, I, I can't describe it, man. Like when I get into the description of my movie, yeah, and shit like that. I, I don't like getting too weird with it, but I, I do like the visuals of the opening scene mm-hmm. of the sunken place. That scene with him and his mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one more thing, not to jump ahead again, is whenever he woke up in the middle of the night yeah. to go outside for smoke. Mm-hmm. And him looking up in the window and you see the uh, maid. Yep, Georgina, yep. Just, just the way it was. I, fam, I could talk all day about this shit. Just the way shit was lit up. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think all of that uh, lends itself to this being... I would almost say a timeless movie in the sense that like the clothing is nondescript. I think the only thing that really dates this movie is the scenes with um, uh, Chris's mom and Little Rail's character only because he has that TSA uniform, which could possibly change in the next like five, ten years. Other than that, everything looks very um, uh, like 80s, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 16 Candles, like, in a way, like, it's not a big-ass uh, FUBU shirt or a big-ass, you know, uh, Louis Vuitton hat. Like, everything feels like five years from now, this will still feel like a pretty modern movie. Um, yeah. But then even with the TSA and the mom scenes, it's still... I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if I'm getting across what I'm trying to say, but it feels... Yeah. I know, I know exactly what you're saying, especially with the, the uh, Chris's mom. Mm-hmm. That right there, I was just like, shit. Like, as bad as it was, it's like, damn, I, I don't know. That sounded like some shit like a long, that would have happened decades mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say like in the mid to late 70s, probably 80s. Yeah. I wouldn't see it, anything happening like that in the, the 90s and the Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this goddamn timeline um we have to get into us in in a few i made a few notes that i've uh some shit that i've i've i'm, I'm thinking fan theories or whatever um chris and rose get in the car they're driving down this long widening road like you said going into the country and they're in new york and i believe this is upstate new york um oh yes yeah which Oh, I, this is another thing I love about this. I wish I could have watched this film with a white person who was like, oh, how do I put this? Very much not. Well, a lot of white people aren't aware of the black experience. So I wish I could have watched this with someone and kind of picked their brain because I feel like up until a certain point, we were probably watching two different movies. And 
a lot of the emphasis that Lil Rail's character, Rod, put on you going up to see this white woman's family, like, yeah, like, what are you doing? That makes, like, oh, though this is fictional, this fiction is rooted in a lot of reality. Black bodies are always, for the most part, praised or fetishized, but the black person themselves... You can kind of you don't give a fuck about. That's why bitches get mad when Cardi B talk about politics, and they get mad when, yeah, just that's the first example off the top of my head. They hit a deer. Well, mm, I don't know. This de- mm, is that how deers look when they? That was a There's, super deer. It's <laughs> so weird, man. Because I was gonna bring this up later, but there is a scene in the trailer that did not show up in that film. Yeah. I never forget it because I'm like, what? Where's that? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be. Um, and that deer, they put like a whole bunch of emphasis on that that deer, the camera. Yeah, and it zoomed in, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, this is gonna play into something later. Mm-hmm. We never got. It. And I remember going back to see that trailer, and see you. I think you know a scene I'm talking about. Yeah. him walk throughout the sunken place, and mm-hmm. then you see the carcass of the deer pop out. And I'm like, well, where's that scene? Why is that not in the film? So I I don't know. We got that that deer popping out of nowhere, and I'm thinking we was going to get something real dope later, and we didn't. I was like, damn. Yeah. Fuck that deer, man. Uh, um, so I don't know how that, where that motherfucker came from. I was like, in the daytime, though? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, well, see, and the thing is, like, I'm being from Michigan, we have, we have roads that look like that. I don't drive down them, but we have highways that look how that, that road looked. Just, of course, highways instead of a small road. So all of that looked familiar to me, and I've seen deers on the side of the road, but I don't think I've ever, well, I don't know. Whatever, that's, I've seen it, but kudos to the movie. Chris gets out and he's like having this like connection with the deer. Him and Rose are waiting around. The police show up, and I remember being in the theater. This scene in particular, where the officer is getting the information about what happened, and then he is talking to Rose, and he's like, "You know, next time call animal control." And I'm like, mm, "But you're the police. Like, who's calling animal control? Why not just call the? Pol- That's not my job. You, but whatever." Um, but then he asked for Chris's license and she's like, well, no, you don't need that. He wasn't driving. And it's this back and forth and it wasn't for too long, but the police officer caved and he's like, okay, well, you know, whatever y'all have a good day. And on first watch, it, it looks like one thing. And then once the, everything comes out, it looks like something else. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was I remember watching. I was like, "Okay, cool, yeah, that's smart." Like, why? Why would he give you his license when one there's been no murder or anything, and there's like it's his. When you live in the country and you live around trees, you know this shit happens. Um, but then she was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna let nobody." What she say? Talk to my man or take advantage of my man or something? She said. Not and, real Karen. Hmm. She got real caring on him. Yeah. And I was like, I guess that's using your whiteness for good. But then at the same time, it it felt it felt odd because I don't I, I I couldn't explain it. 
And then once the plot twist happens, that doesn't, oh, how do I say this? I couldn't explain why that felt odd to me. Once she was revealed to be who she was, though that made sense, that didn't rationalize my earlier feelings. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I think she's a bad person. It just felt odd. Like, you're doing kind of the bare minimum there. Like, if you haven't told your parents he's black, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm, I don't know. I didn't, mm. Like, to me, maybe, I don't know if it's surface level, but in the way that I was thinking, like, the way that she reacted, mm-hmm. um, that's not common amongst white women reacting that way. I don't know. Like, at all. Right? I'm, I may be completely off in what I'm saying. I may be wrong, and I apologize, but, like, the way that she was going in, I was just like, nah, I'm not buying it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she's so defensive like me that, like... In other scenarios, like in my way of thinking, I'm thinking that she would have just sat there and shut up mm-hmm. and just let it play out. When I saw her jump in defense like that, I was just, I was kind of like you. I thought it was kind of odd mm-hmm. until I saw her played out, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, <sighs> um, yeah. So they drive off. She's yeah, I'm gonna take care of my man, and then they pull up to the Armitage house where the black groundskeeper is looking at them crazy now that i remember my initial feelings and i was like okay this black man knows something but i don't know why he can't talk to well not know why i thought that ultimately eventually in the movie the black man groundskeeper was going to reveal a secret to chris that's that's where my head went at first i said okay there's there's something shady going on he's gonna find out because of this dude that's not the way it went, but that's where my mind went. Um, we meet the family, and I don't know, man. What's, what's your first impressions of the Armitage clan as a whole? Um, I, I thought they were pretty cool. They seemed fine at first. Mm-hmm. Until <laughs> the dad asked a question. Mm. That was just that typical question is like, so, uh, this, this thing here, uh, yeah. how long is it going on? I'm like, mm. here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I never forget because me and my mom had turned and looked at each other and we started giggling and laughing. I was like, oh shit, here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's exactly it. He was very much, uh, monster white man. Uh, and you know, Rose said like, oh, he's going to act a bit odd or weird, but I'm like, man, if you so woke that you ain't trying to get your man to give up his ID, which, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not going to, I'm not going to harp on that because that isn't, I'm going to leave that alone. But yeah, the family was weird. The dad, I felt like, okay, he's being a goofy dad, but it still felt sinister. Like being out in the woods away from civilization, away from people, you know, See, and there's a lot of people that do live that way, and they're some of the coolest people in the world. But when you're thinking about, like, in, in certain scenarios, these things do happen. Mm-hmm. And so when I see this, them popping up at the parents' house, and Goofy Dad seemed real friend- friendly, and that question in particular comes up, I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Here we go, the, the typical redneck, backwoods family type shit. Here we yeah. go. And 
I, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to pin like all people who live in in the woods or away from other folks are that way. Mm-hmm. Not trying to, pin them, but it's just the the, typ- the stereotypical type, basically, is what I'm mm-hmm. leaning toward. Shit. I say fuck it. I wouldn't have did that shit. But that's just me, and that's like that's what I said. This movie, there's exceptions to every rule, but that just felt very. Uh, like why? I don't know. Like I'm. I don't. I my red flags would have went up. Um, for oh, yeah. him and his family and his upbringing, like he's they're clearly targeting a certain type of black person, and he fits that most. Somebody who doesn't have many fa- much family and friends. Um, somebody who. It's uh, pretty separate where if they went missing, you wouldn't necessarily, I guess in their eyes, really wouldn't be looking for them. Because um, the part we missed was the very opening, which was with uh, Lakeith Stanfield's character, Andre. Is it, was his name Andre? Was it? Yeah. He um, was in a suburban neighborhood, which I imagine is the same neighborhood that Rose's parents live in, just like a different part. Or I could be wrong, but he was walking around the neighborhood in the dark on the phone with some girl, which I assume was Rose, um, and trying to find her place when somebody pulls up in the car with this, like, Knights of Templar helmet, knocks his ass out and puts him in the trunk. So, again, yeah, I, I have to say it couldn't be me. This is one, one example that I can for surely say, without a shadow of a doubt, couldn't be me. I just... Uh, it's funny to me because uh, I have friends who have dated interracially mm -hmm. and no story like that typical question was up (laughs) I never went out of my I was just just like oh I was like you know know, attractive white woman whatever (laughs) but like literally most likely I would not bother to date you or talk to you it's just like whatever and I know it's not all of them. I don't mean to be that way, but it's just they ain't really got no attraction to you. I mean, you look decent, but hey, more power to you. Don't live your life. It's like a black Latino over here, whatever. I don't care. Hop in my DMs. I said Davis. This guy. Oh. I just couldn't do that house, man. I you. It's just too far removed, and that's where my fear comes in. Because what? The house did look like some basic ass, well, not not plantation settings, but it, it had that, it sort of had that standalone yeah. openness of, I don't know, some plantation field mm-hmm. slash rattle, let me pull you in or reel you in type thing. I don't know. Oh, man. Fuck that. All I know like, is fuck Mm-hmm. Yeah, as the scene went on, it kind of they were outside. It it did feel a little weird. Like, okay, it's it's getting a little weird here. Yeah, yeah, especially at night, man. So he he sits down for dinner. We meet uh, the little brother Jeremy, Rose's little brother, and uh, he's very intense. And I still couldn't figure him out after the movie. I I get his role is like the chaotic part of the family, the one who isn't really following, like he's, he's in on everything, but he's not following the rules in the way that Rose is. And I, I feel like the Armitage's, um, 
key um, thing, for lack of a better term, is to keep the victim as calm and relaxed at all times. And I think Jeremy comes in and shakes that shit up and he makes it very... I think he's the um, the um, X Factor. Is that the appropriate term? Where he's the the unknown element, but I mean he's in on it, so you can't. And he's family, so I, I don't. Know, I just think he's the thing that really fucks shit up for them. Because without him, it would have been just a regular weekend. Um, right. Yeah. So fuck that dude. Um, well, how do you feel about Jeremy versus like the rest of the family or him with the rest of the family? Oh, he's a fucking weirdo. I'm just like, <laughs> you wouldn't be the one to blow everybody's damn cover, what bro. Like, relax. <laughs> and I've and me and me and my my brother, because he he does date a white woman. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Okay. There have been stories that I've heard countless times where uh, some of my friends have dated and. They they've had the the male sibling yeah. get a little or try to to get a little rambunctious and then mm-hmm. I mean like, can you handle that for you yeah <laughs> like I was like, that serious no yeah you're like oh, relax bro you cool you cool and watching that scene is just like it's like damn I could feel it because I've heard them stories mm. this is like bro. I'm sitting there getting. I'm getting. I don't know how you feeling, but I'm sitting there getting triggered. Yeah, because every second going by. And I think that's intentional on Jordan's part. I mean, him being biracial isn't lost on me, but it's very much like a lot of this movie was had me on high alert. Um, I think because he did a really good job in making me care for Chris, made me suspicious, and I, he played off of my already. Uh, ingrained suspicions just from being a black man. Um, And interracial couples are fine, you know, date and fuck whoever you want, but that was a part that I think he, Jordan did a really good job at playing up on things historically accurate um, issues that we've had and then the more well, with the like the violence on black bodies in uh, relation to whiteness and white women, but then also playing up on the contemporary or or uh, current or the his- whatever the relationship between interracial couples because this wasn't a um, black woman and a white man. Um, jumping ahead, when we find out about Georgina's character, I was thinking that was Jeremy's girlfriend. But we find out that, no, that was actually somebody who Rose had dated as well. So, like, so I'm saying a lot of these situations have happened in the continuity of this movie, but the one that the movie is about is the one that we see a lot of, that we judge rappers and um, NBA players and athletes on, is that a black man is with this white woman. But there's this whole other story. Like, imagine a Get Out prequel with Rose having a lesbian relationship with a black woman like what does that look like in that lesbian that, space with black women all the way yes off. Yes. those pictures and i'm like okay it was a black man black man yeah and just he pulls that yes. picture out i'm like oh shit. yes that <laughs> fucked me up that i was like wow yeah okay yeah it's like they i said they rough they yeah, sinister motherfuckers, boy. Yeah, and and I, this movie it feels shorter than what it is to me because when I look back on it, 
Like, I didn't need to watch this movie in order to review it this go-round. Like, I can remember beat for beat the shit that happened. Cause, and it was pretty self-contained. It's not a whole lot of locations. It was a lot of different characters, but nobody is wasted. Um, nope. Even when we get the Asian dude, like, there's something to be said there. Um, <laughs> a lot to be said, actually. But we get... Um, so, so Jeremy is, like, the fuck up. He's making everybody nervous. And another thing I like about Rose, the character, and the way she was portrayed is that she was very much, like, she was, everybody else felt a bit off. Initially, she didn't. She felt very much like a, like what I would expect a white woman to be like, oh, I'm I'm with this black man, I love him, he's mine, my family's kind of odd. Uh, I wouldn't go so far to say, well, they're kind of odd. He meets them, and because of their eccentricities and their oddness, I, me being Rose, looks very normal. And so it's yep. just another layer that makes that can make Chris keep his guard down with me because I'm just this innocent girlfriend with this weird family. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think she did a really good job. I forget the actress's name is Williams. I can't remember her first name, uh, but she did a really good job. Really good job with 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 her character. Um, that night we get her and Chris asleep in the bed. Chris gets up. He needs to smoke a cigarette. And I can't remember. Did he see the was the door open to the closet that time? And he shut it. I know he turned that stuffed animal around. Uh, but he goes outside to smoke a cigarette. And one of the other most like iconic scenes. He's smoking. And the groundskeeper is running, running. This nigga's running full speed ahead at this boy. This is when you saw all them goddamn uh, Instagram <laughs> uh, uh, get out challenges where niggas was running and then hitting that sharp 90 degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> that was a meme in itself, bro. Oh, my God. And that was terrifying. And I'm a black man. And so to see him running like that because he was – because my meeting of this groundskeeper had him being a bit off, having him run full speed like that at Chris, I was fucking, I, I, I was very like, uncomfortable. <laughs> people like that should have not been in the trailer. Yeah, right, right, yeah. That should never been in the freaking trailer, dog. Because I'm, I said, if, imagine if that wasn't in there, and then we're all in a the theater, and that scene comes up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it would have been such a. It would have been a more tense moment. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree because yeah, and then really because in the trailer I remember them showing um, uh, Georgina in the window, like because this was all in the same scene where he looked up smoking a cigarette and he sees Georgina, like fixing her hair, but from his end, she can't see him. She sees her reflection. yeah, that was that was different. But he walks in the house after that, and what's her name? Mary, Missy, Rose's mama. Um, um, she cut on light. She's like, "Hey, hey, Negro, get your black ass in here." No, she's like, "Hey, man, you out there smoking? That's not good. My daughter around you, and you shouldn't be smoking. And come and sit down." And that's when we get the sunken place. That scene again, like you said, another scene. That shit was. Her voice was warped. That shit got deep, bruh. That and it was only for a couple seconds, but yeah. 
the the man, the sound, bro. What? Not to sound like a damn nerd, Sweet. but <laughs> bro, that, that Dolby Digital HD. Yes. And I heard that, and it just it pierced it. like not not in the way that it hurt my ears, but mm-hmm. that a sensation in my ear when I heard her say "sink." Yeah. And hear that sound and him yeah. sink. Yeah. The chair. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I said, what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. That, bro. And then the the fucking the stirring of the teacup. I was looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tell you, let me tell you something. Ever since watching that scene, um, I drank a lot of coffee and tea. <laughs> and I would always do this. I just. Right. Like stir at the top of the, the rim of the, the cup and ding ding mm. with the spoon. And my brother, he's like, bro, stop doing that yeah, shit. Please. Yeah. Shit. I was no. like, what? Don't do that. Don't do that. He's like, man, he's like, I ain't superstitious, man, but he said, you don't get one of us fucked up and get right. to the same place. Shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no, don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't fuck it up, one of us, bro. I was like, man, I said, this shit is dope. <laughs> Man, yeah, that, and again, okay, so I watch a lot of, um, well, take take a lot of online classes, I look at a lot of stuff about film and about storytelling, and a lot of times, well, some of the most consistent critiques that I've seen throughout, across the board, is people saying, you know, people get to write their first movie, their first book, or first project, and they want to do everything, I want a superhero, that's a drama, that has you know, espionage, and it has a romance, and this and that, and a lot of it, they say, just keep it simple, this movie is very simple, with like, certain, like, okay, so it's a, a, a interracial couple, on a weekend getaway, it's also a black boy, dealing with a fish out of water story, it has some psychological elements, and it, all of it, it works, but when you're watching this, the odd things like the uh, groundskeeper running, the hypnotizing, get to the sunken place, the act three, like um, fight to the finish. Like there's certain things that are big moments, but overall, this is a pretty quiet movie. And going back to like all the advice that I've seen people give, this feels like, and I, again, I'm a novice at this. So don't be clowning me if this is wrong, but it feels like a, a class or something that this feels like a good movie to reference if you want to simplify a story. Mm, am I saying that right? It feels like a good movie to watch if if you want to see a successful small scale movie. Cause it's not a lot it's it's a lot of moments, but it's not a lot of like Avengers action in this film. And everything right, yeah. leads up to that climax at that end. So shit, yeah. like even some of the bigger movies, Avengers. I mean, has has its flaws. Yeah. Um, even um, I'm trying to think. Like, like what you're saying. I mean, you you're not often what you're saying mm-hmm. because now uh, is it Cam- Yeah, Cambridge and Yale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's one HBCU. I can't think of which one it is, mm-hmm. but they're using Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and they're using The Last Jedi as an example. Yeah, on how to make a movie. Okay. That 
it's, it's funny, but they said they're using it as an example mm-hmm. of what a bad script looks like. Mm, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro. <laughs> I was like, hey, I don't I ain't feeling it. Yeah. I'm not rocking me, but I'm just like, hey, I said, y'all have at it. Yeah. That, but yeah, you're, you're not often what you're saying. Yeah, because it's 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 really a good move, like especially if you break down the three act structure, because that's a that's something that I've been like really focusing on uh, with my own personal projects, and I can see which act where it starts and begins, or roughly where everything changes. So I do enjoy that, especially with this film. And a lot. Oh, this one. Have you seen the sale with um, Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, I did. Uh, I never finished the cell. Okay, okay. I, it was just, it was too, like, I like J-Lo. Like, my favorite J-Lo movie is Monster in Law, period. Okay. Yeah, I love Monster in Law. But um, the cell, it was, at that time, I was so young. It was so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't watch any. Not to say it is, it's a bad movie, because I've never finished it, mm-hmm. but it's... I'm like, nah, this is a little too much for me. This reminds me of the sale. Certain parts of it, mainly with the science fiction parts, like the um, sunken place and like the procedures and stuff, that's the stuff. But I haven't seen it in a few years, so I do need to rewatch it. But something about that, it just triggered a memory of the sale for me. And I was like, man, these these feel similar. So, and listeners out there, if you think that the sale and Get Out are similar, let me know. And if you don't, hell, still let me know. Use that hashtag CBN movie now. Like, I think of when I, you know, get out, I think of Event Horizon. Mm. I think of, even though it was a horrendous movie, uh, Virus with Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. You know, so, so, even though Virus is based on a comic, but still. Um, yeah, Virus, you had Even Horizon, uh, there's another one called The Cube. Mm. Um, the Cube was really decent. Uh, I want to say I've, I've never seen it, but I I feel like I know what that is. Yeah, I, you, you've probably seen bits and pieces of it here and there. And, I mean, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, it Get Out, the whole sunken place aspect of mm-hmm. just what it, what it can bring forth. Yeah. I gotten not to just go off, but alien. Okay. Or alien, like just being in that dark space of just something sinister. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It gave me a little bit of that too. Okay. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, yeah. This movie got got a little bit of something for everybody. God damn it. Uh, and I don't think one element is ever overdone. Um. Because I think we got just the right amount of the sunken place. I don't think we needed to keep revisiting that. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think we needed to continue revisiting I that. that. It's like, what the hell? Where is he at? Mm-hmm. Couldn't hear him. And that's why I say it gave me that alien feel because it's got a group of motherfuckers on the in the space station. Yeah, something crawling around you. You don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Nobody can hear you. Save you. So that that's basically my comparison with it, or why I say I can yeah. I get that feel. I can see that. I can see that. I um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, this 
man, fuck this movie, man, <laughs> bro. I mean, in a good way, not bad. But um, so he wakes up. She puts this boy in a sunken place. Gets rid of his smoking addiction. He wakes up in bed next to Rose, and you know they talk. He's like, man, your mama fuck with my head. She's like, nigga, please. No, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry and apologetic and whatever. And so that leads me to a question. Do you do you think that they targeted Chris because, of course, he had didn't have family and friends and he was a loner and because he smoked or was the smoking a like kind of happy happenstance to wait, how am I saying this? OK, so do you think they targeted him for being a loner? Cool. But was it also because of the smoking so they could give them a reason to hypnotize him, or was that like she targeted this? Like, mm, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. You feel like you? No, no, that was it. Yeah. Okay. No, I took it as, and this was actually leading up to seeing Rose just looking for prospects mm-hmm. from looking at pictures, and you're like, you're putting two and two together. I'm like, oh shit. I think they were simply experimenting. Okay. Types. Okay. I think it was like they had, um, y- you and I are not the same. We different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. We like different things. Mm-hmm. Like, you like comic books. I mean, shit, I love comic books. Not, not <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Talk about them the way you yeah. in detail. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that, but it's fucking dope. Um, I think they had like a gallery or an assembly line mm. of black men to choose and just say I want that one mm-hmm, well, let's mm-hmm. let's see what we can do with that and flip it and mm-hmm. which way possible I think it was just simply experimenting yeah okay yeah cause it, it's that, nothing that they said led me to think that all the other men had like smoking habits um so I, I I'm 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 with you on this one and there was an, mm-hmm. oh go ahead no and I know that they were picking them for different reasons because of course the guy who was the blind painter wanted chris's eyes he wanted his body to get his eyes and so i get that there's different types but i was like man i wonder if they target people who have like minor things that hypnosis or is it just i don't know whatever but that that didn't need to be explained but it's just something that i thought about like i wonder if the smoking was mm-hmm I thought it was the blind painter. Sh- I thought that was so dope. I was yes. Like, oh, damn. Going this route. Yes. Okay, cool. Whew. I didn't expect them to do that. Yeah. And, okay, uh, so they're having a, 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 a weekend event that grandfather have been doing for years. With that knowledge and with watching this film, do you think that they had this every year, like you said, or was it every time she got a new guy? Every time she got a new guy. And so, now my question is, is Rose the only person doing this shit? Like, because for all these white people that showed up who wanted black bodies, that was a lot of people. Like, some of them didn't want in the best of health. Some of them look like they could have died tomorrow. Are we just waiting on her to spend four months dating a dude to bring him I back? Think, I think it played a part, especially because of the, the... That's why I like the blind painter shit so mm-hmm. much, too. Mm-hmm. I think... They, I think they have experimented. Those, those other people that showed up. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of them, of course, they were in on it. 
I just think that was the quintessential family they went to that were mm. an expertise of the operation. Yeah. Even with um, my man, who Andre, played by Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. He was with someone else. And see, that, okay, um, and that's where I was confused. I'm like, if he's, is he talking to Rose on the phone? Because he disappeared, if I'm understanding the timeline, a bit before a right win, Rose. I, I think initially he was talking to Rose, mm-hmm. but I think it was solely meant for someone else. Mm. That's why I think that party plays in so well with uh, that, that scene whenever uh, the white woman was talking to Chris, but she was like, it was yeah. like a sexual. Mm-hmm. Just I, I can't describe it, man. I, I really can't describe it. I'm so sorry because yeah. that scene, that, that party going on, and then you realize what it turns into mm-hmm. is a fucking auction I'm yeah like, bro that was a good reveal too so what's happening is that chris and rose are at the party all the white folks is greeting him being fresh and asking all these odd ass questions and then he sees one black person which what do black people do you at an event and you're the only black person or at a college and you're the only black person then you see another black person i don't give a fuck you you making eye contact you shaking hands you're doing something so he walks over to homeboy logan that's his white name and he's like hey man tries to give him some death that, that man grabs this nigga fist like, good to see another brother around here yes of course it is something wrong there you are <laughs> Something with this. Yes, yes. Oh, hello. I'm Philomena, and uh, and you are Chris, Rose's boyfriend. Fantastic. You two make a lovely couple. Thanks. Oh, where are my manners? Logan. Logan King. Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. That's nice. Um, Logan, I. I hate to tear you away, dear, but the wind cuts were asking about you. Well, it was nice to meet you, Chris. Goodbye. Oh, man. And so he's, um, Chris notices him. Uh, Chris and Rod talked about him before where he... He, he went missing some time ago. And I think like the excuse was like he ran off or just something very generic. And so <laughs> Chris goes to snap a picture of him while he's talking about the African-American experience. Nigga goes crazy. This is straight from the trailer. This would have me wanting to watch the damn movie where he went berserk. Like get out yelling, get out at Chris. So while Chris and Rose are off kind of discussing that, what was happening, because the family addressed it, and he's like, man, that wasn't no seizure. My cousin got a seat. My cousin has epilepsy. That wasn't a seizure. During this time, we cut back and forth between these white folks playing bingo. Well, not playing bingo. You initially think that because there's a bingo card being held up, but then it's like, it's odd. It's so weird. The camera zooms out, bro. Oh. I said, yo. Yes. 
shit. I was not ready. I was not. I that that was actually terrifying. That was. There's another scene in there, man, that was so sudden and it's it creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, oh man, I think he said I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I gotta go upstairs because I think he went upstairs on two different occasions. Mm-hmm. Did his phone? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, was it just once or twice he went upstairs? I I, I can't recall. I, I want to say it was twice, but I know one time his phone was unplugged. I remember him going up. Them group of white people that were in the same room with him as he went up the stairs. Oh yeah. Yes. It was twice. And everybody in, in one motion turned their head to look up. Yes. Said, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. That was fucked up too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was a moment that was like, ooh, shit. Mm-hmm. That shit mean, like, I just got chills and I shook a little bit. I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's unlike. You don't have to make anything. You don't have to have like a huge monster mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. any like not paranormal, but like a, a demonic spirit or nothing yeah. like that. It's yep. just make it real subtle and just real sudden. Like you can make some shit creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there, just that did it for me, man. And I was like, fuck. That's why I want to. I want to get a white person's. Um, thoughts on some parts of this movie because even that though I think if it happened in any other movie it would still be odd I wonder if being a white person watching that if you got the same chills that a black person got like and I say this because most media you do see predominantly white people even in comics the Avengers are a predominantly white team Justice League same thing Friends, Seinfeld, all that shit. So when you're used to seeing yourself in media, you're going to consume it differently than someone who's of a minority. So that being said, when I watched that, much like you, I did get that creepiness. I wonder, as a white person, do you watch that and it's creepy just because they all looked? Or do you do you instinctively get the racial part of it? Or is it just like, oh, that's weird. Why do they all do that? Like, I wonder... In these moments, like what what is that person's initial thought versus a black person? We're like, no, nigga, you, Molly, you in danger, like, girl. <laughs> a lot of white people. Well, I'm pretty sure they seen the film, but uh, my boy Matt, I've mm-hmm. got known him for years, but he watched it. Yeah, talking about that scene, that the bingo scene. Yes, yeah, yeah, he like. I was sitting there, and he said, when the camera zoomed out, and you realized what they were doing, he mm. said, I could not fall. He's like, I was like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> I was like, same here, bro. He's like, I, I can't believe it. Yeah. And, you know, he, he's white, but he was like, man, he's like, I just, he was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. He's yes. Like, I, and this dude, he will defend, it's like how you defend your favorite rapper. This yeah. dude will defend. Jordan Peele to the end now. Yeah. It was uncomfortable, fam. It was. Or a director. I'm like, bro, relax, man. Like, shit, watch me get out. It was amazing. Oh, shit. This nigga. No, I, I mean, I get it. That that was that was a very upsetting part of the damn film. Like, the whole film wasn't upsetting. Um, 
But I like that Rose, man, again, this actor, I hated her character, but I like how committed she was because it really helped. Because this is one of them times where I was like, man, I don't know. She don't feel right, but then maybe I she really is. I really get a bad feeling towards her. Too, yeah. So, uh, them pictures. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that did it. Now, for me, her wearing that red and white kind of fucked me up because I saw that every white person had a little bit of red in their clothing. So, but then I was like, well, you know what? She's a white girl. This is probably just a regular ass. Like, I kept trying to... I still don't know what that means. Well, I look... Okay, so some of the theories are saying that the Armitage family are descendants of the Knights of Templar and that oh, they're shit. doing these experiments. Because even if you think back on the beginning when Andre slash Logan was abducted by Jeremy, he had a, a, a Knights of Templar helmet on, like the red stripe and whatnot. And so a lot of um, the things that I found online were people say that this is a the descendants of that group and that they still kind of kept that community or that group going. And this is just an extension of the experiments that they started, which ties into the fan theories of Get Out and Us being in the same universe is that the the group that did the experiments in Us are a faction or are the same Armitage Knights of Templar group and that their experiments were initially because again look at the time the time frame Us begins in 86 they were saying that the their the Knights experiments were to clone bodies black bodies so that when the when the white person gets old or gets sick or is about to die then you can transplant them into that body but that for some reason didn't work out and then we get the events of us and throughout the history of the years or whatnot then you're dealing with the coagula experiment experiment excuse me and refining it to the point that we get get out so i buy it as a as a universe go ahead the cloning uh, transitioning into the jumping body, body consciousness and yeah. everything like that, and them possibly being, I guess, the first to do it, and then it eventually became what they're doing and Get Out. Yeah. You no, know, the same family or something like that, mm-hmm. or the same people. I got that, or I read about that, but I didn't know it was some Knights of the Templar shit. Yeah. Because I didn't really go in that deep with reading the theories. And then now you tell me what it is. I'm like, God, dog. Mm-hmm. That's like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I'll say it hasn't been. Conf- well, oh, uh, let me not say that. Because a lot of the videos that I watched and the articles I read, I cannot recall if. Because I watched a video about. Jordan Peele debunking some of the fan theories, but this was separate of the Knights of Templar stuff. So we'll we'll see once I guess the next movie, the next Jordan Peele original comes out because I want to say he said that he had four more like social horror films and not including Candyman because of course that's a remake, um, yeah. like original film. So I guess when the next will come out. Over the next five, ten years, we'll see. Um, but I, I, I would venture to say that this is probably the same universe, 
but you are able to watch them independently and they're not being directly tied to one another. Well, I, I wonder think. if Lovecraft Country is mm. that playing the part something completely separate. Mm, I wonder. I wonder. I'm 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 interested to see at least the first episode of that and see what we got going on cuz that's yeah. Yeah, that's something. Huh. Um yeah, so they're auctioning off this buck, you know, for lack of a better term. And we get a winner and it's a silent auction and even that being silent made it so so much it just added to the level of fucking I don't know fear creepy all that cause it's you're outside and it's, it's dead silent oh man god so that happens uh, and then we get back to the house and I don't know shit goes downhill from there uh, everybody's everybody leaves we um Chris and Rose decided that they're going to... Well, Chris decides that they should leave. Rose goes along with it. You think she's in it to win it with him. And... Before, yeah, huh? My bad. No. Before you get in... Go I got to address this. When Chris goes to get his damn phone... Mm, mm-hmm. And Georgina... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right there. Oh, man... <laughs> You 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 don't realize how scared I was. Mm, I bet. She creeps me the hell to this day. Mm-hmm. Like trailer, it's like oh that's kind of creepy. I'm like oh damn like, ugh. but to watch that scene play out and her just walk up slowly and he's just standing there. Yeah. And, and the feet, her feet, she's walking towards him. You hear the creaks in the floor. And mm-hmm. She just. Closer and closer and closer. I'm like, bro, please back the fuck up. Yes, yes. <laughs> Another sense of fear right there for me too, because I'm like, what you about to do, bro? For real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That whole uh, no, 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 no. That shit. <laughs> fuck her, fam. That was. And let me tell you, like, I've never paid attention. I didn't pay much attention to that particular scene in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I just heard her say, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And that's it. In the movie, she does it even longer. I'm like, yeah. fam. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. It's, yeah, so that that's later explained, of course, as the um, breaking of the, I don't know, a, a slight crack. Yeah, yeah, for, for, yeah, pretty much. She There was a little break. It's, and go back into what she was getting into. That, I just had to address it. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's a very important part. Me out so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he did a damn good job. That was that was some shit. Uh, after they decided to pack up and leave, Rose can't find her keys. Uh, Chris, that closet door is open again. And so this, I don't know anyone who hasn't seen it, but you've been in the house. It's not a regular closet door. It's like a like this space in her bedroom may be above or underneath a staircase, and so there's like a small space that would be unused if it was like open. Because what could you put under there? So to make it like a closet, it's almost like a triangle, like a small triangle. So he opens it, there's boxes in there, and he's going through these pictures, and his all these black men and his roles with these black dudes, and then and, and that wouldn't be so. 
Okay, it, it it's it's a red flag because you didn't tell your family I was black, but you've been bringing black men home. But taking that off the table, it still wouldn't have been a red flag until you get to the last two pictures, which is one of her with the groundskeeper and one of her with Georgina, which mm-hmm. is now her grandparents in the bodies of those two uh, black people. And that that was another scene that fucked me up because I, 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 I pretty much figured what was going on. I will say at this point when I watched it the first time, I didn't think Rose was in on it. Uh, but once he started pulling out them pictures, I was like, oh yeah, this bitch, she ain't no good. So, yeah, there's that. And, um, he closed the door and the fact that she didn't flinch with like, oh, what are you doing in there? That had me fucked. I I don't know. It had me uncomfortable. Like something, something ain't right. And so she couldn't find these keys. He yelling at her to find these goddamn keys. She can't find the keys. That right there, him sitting there, he's like, Rose, get the keys, let's go real calm and cool about it, trying to play it and then he yells again but mm-hmm. even louder I'm yeah like, bro yeah <laughs> oh, when they get downstairs now this reminds me of and not in content but just in the feeling this reminded me of the hand that rocks the cradle when i was a kid that was one of the first suspense movies i watched and it's it pretty much kind of like a lifetime movie Back then, you talking about? that the hand that rocks the cradle, single white female, and there's like another one. But those types of horror suspense movies that felt like very network TV, but like had a lot of shit going on. That's what this felt like, and I was like, that that scene where the family is in the foyer and Rose is on the steps and she's like looking for the keys and she's stressing and oh I can't find the keys and then he's like I'll find the keys. She's like. You know I can't do that, Chris. And I was like, oh my god. Like I I figured, but for her to go from this crying, sad, upset white woman to this like, okay, nigga, you in over your head. Eh. Yeah. That, bruh, I was, uh, I it, 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 the movie is good. That shit was, <laughs> Yes. Oh man. Um I I I don't even I don't know. Um I don't even know. So they take them. Uh, I believe next up is it? Did Lil Real call her? What happened next? Um, oh yeah, man, they call a real. Yeah. One of the best, one of the bestest friends you could ever have. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, I was like, what is he doing? I was like, this motherfucker doing a lot of investigation, man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Just to see you play, I was like, damn, I was like, that's a good ass friend. Yeah. For real. That's the friend you want. But when they before they took him, man, I thought they were gonna knock him over the head or do something. Yeah. All the mom did yes. up, ding, and then that sound came in and he just falls the fuck back. I'm like, bruh. Mm. <laughs> I was like, damn. That was good. That was damn good. That was that was good. I was like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, that's all she had to do? I was like, shit. I thought they was going to knock him over the head, but that adding that in there was just so cool. And that was really good because you don't want to damage him. Like, you already made him stop smoking because you want him in the best condition possible. But, like, that was... 
that was damn good. That was smart. It was a good way to disarm him. Um, it was a good kind of visual or, or a, a good cue to like foreshadow the, the rest of the movie. And what, okay. One thing that I thought about, and this is not that big a deal, but with their, with them, with them, with them going to pick these different people and they're so big on health conscious and whatnot. Okay. This is going to sound kind of odd, but what if you fucked around and got somebody who had like an incurable STD? Or like um, sickle cells, like somebody who had a condition that was a chronic condition, but they were a healthy person. Because you know, I would imagine if he had like, well, I don't know if they've stepped together since then. I don't know if this is the best example, but you don't tell everybody all your business when you first meet. So is it like okay after I meet her parents, then I'll tell her that I have everybody in my family had cancer or like something? Because I'm thinking. Yeah, you find these pristine black bodies, but you still don't always get 100% of someone right away. And so you eliminate the smoking, but can you eliminate the fact that this motherfucker get nosebleeds when he sleep? Like, you, it's some things you can't get, you can't hypnotize away from people. <sighs> Here's one thing that, because they've been together four to five months. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out if the story of. Chris's mom ever came up to Rose? I sure don't think up so. To her mom, but I don't know if he ever told her about that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I uh, just thought about that, like, off the fly. Mm-hmm. Because even with that, she knew this nigga smoked. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that came out with, with her. I mean, I'm just basing it on you saying, like, you're not going to know everything about yeah. somebody like that. But, mm-hmm. that, and then that randomly came to mind yeah because i mean whoever got his body if it had a went the way they wanted you know what if they had some, like again i say sickle cell because many black people get sickle cell but what if he had that and that's motherfucker do you get him a refund do you give him a new body like what do you like what's what what happens next um yeah i would like them to further explore because i'm like okay, if they they i know they have to fuck up they had a fucked up at some point yeah yeah, because he and, said uh, all experiments didn't work. I said, okay, we need somebody else. Or we need another prospect. And so they went about doing that and then just transferring that one conscious to yeah. the next body conscious. I don't know, man. It's a lot of shit that Jordan Peele can do with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if he was smart, I would have comic books. Like, because everybody reading them bitches, they low cost as far as um, in, in, in comparison to movies. Um, I think that would be a good idea. Do the do the I, prequel. I, I would def buy if he was to do some comics, graphic novels mm-hmm. based on get a yeah, crazy. even do a fucking limited series and then put homegirl uh, Georgina and and granddad whoever that do I forget his name put them in a little six six episode limited series and you know I honestly just think it's a lot you could do you could do with this. Um. Yeah, so that happens. This nigga, he wakes up in the basement, which looks like a lot of folks' basement. Hell, it's old school. is is very back in the time. It got that big ass TV. They got them big ass speakers connected to it. That old school ass TV, and uh, grandfather Armitage pops up, and he talking about the coagula experiment and how 
I don't know, all this shit going on, and just pretty much to give you the breakdown of what the damn experiment is, what's going to happen to you, which even that is terrifying. Like, ha- assuming this is real, in a lot of shows and movies and comic books, the villain explained their plan, but this in particular, this ain't, and I'm going to blow up the city hall and everybody's going to die. This is specifically, I'm going to take your brain out, keep a little bit of you in there, and I'm going to replace it with somebody else. That's to anticipate that yeah. fucking sh- oh, bro. Um, that, yeah. That is creepy, like if because we've seen it time and time again with the villain explaining what the plan is, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like, bro, it's, it's like fucking um, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, niggas got to talk for like twenty five minutes a whole episode. Yes, yes. Then they get the the climax and shit and then <laughs> but with this here not to try to compare it but with mm-hmm. this here it's like they give you the breakdown of what you're going to do and it's yeah. just so creep sinister as fuck mm-hmm. it's like alright what's about to happen next yeah <laughs> and you get so scared for Chris but I, I with this with them explain, explaining their plan mm-hmm. I did like this is one of the few times that I did enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, I think it fit. And especially with that bell going off, like when he got excited and upset and shit, they would do that little teacup bell shit and then it'll knock him right the fuck back out. Um, but I do like, okay, so this is another part that I really enjoyed in the film because I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck is going to happen? Like, do, is he going to get out or not? And how would he get out if he did? And we find out later that he has been picking the cotton from the armrest and putting it in his ears. So he can't hear the bell and he has to fake act like he's knocked out. (sighs) That shit. Jeremy comes in to collect him to bring him to the operating room. He whoops Jeremy's ass. He takes the buck off the wall and goes in and kills dad. He no, no, he knocks Jeremy out, but he kills dad. So when he gets upstairs and he's like trying to escape him and Jeremy fighting. And um, this is something that I didn't catch on my own through either viewing. But I was watching some YouTube video and they said that this was um, an extension of the scene where Jeremy and him were talking at the dinner table about like different combat styles and how you got to think three steps ahead and whatnot, which I understood what was happening, but I didn't tie it to that because I don't know about judo and martial arts and shit. I'm not well-versed. Jeremy grabbed what was choking Chris, and every time Chris went to the door, he would put his foot up to stop him and slam the door. So he did it two times. The third time, Chris stabbed his nigga in the leg, got his ass down, and that was all she wrote. So that was something I didn't, I didn't tie together but something that people say it is the thing that happened so there's that uh what you feeling like with this this great escape from um Bro, they, I'm like, all right, and i'm thinking in the same way how's he gonna escape or get out i said because that has to happen and to find it like i don't know why i didn't catch it my yeah. mom caught it she was like oh she said the cotton from the chair mm-hmm. and it just Went off in my brain. I was like, yo, that said Jordan Peele. I said, you that nigga. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's some smart thinking right there. I don't know how long he took. The, 
I don't know how long it took to think all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's genius. That's some genius shit right there. Um, mm-hmm. I I do like the escape. Now there's there's a scene in here while everything is going on. Yeah. Rose is upstairs, leg crossed on her laptop, blaring the music. Twitter. Mm-hmm. I said here, but I don't know what it is. And then later it hit me. Yeah. This is like out after Fruit Loops. Yeah. Separated from the milk in mm-hmm. cups, and I'm like, "What the hell is she doing?" Like she's she's picking the Fruit Loops by her hand and eating them, and then picking up the glass milk and then drinking that. I said, "That's so fucking weird. What is she doing?" Sociopath. <laughs> but it's it's to indicate. I don't know. I, I might sound wild saying this, but it's to indicate. Colors, uh, yes. black people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, bro, this. I said, am I off on my thinking? I was like, but that scene stuck out to me. That's the number one scene that real, really yeah. sticks out to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that shit was wild. That bitch crazy. And then she has all the pictures of all the uh, the people she lives. She didn't ruin hanging up. Um, above her bed. Yeah. So like, she soon as that nigga was captured, she hung them pictures back up. Like, and then she just she just looked weird, man. She was all in all white. Her hair was like put back. She just looked like some mm-hmm. out of a Maryland video. Yeah, fuck her, man. Fuck her. So she doing all that shit. Uh, homeboy, get out. Get out. Chris gets out. He gets in the car. I think our grandma is in the car. And he pretty much kidnapped. Well, not kidnapped. Well, yeah, but not on purpose. He just took the car and was like, we fuck. Oh, no, no, no. No, wait, wait. She was in the car with him, right? And then he the. stopped it because he saw her. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And put her in the. Yeah. So we get to the end. And. I, I mean, shit. Everybody. Oh. Chris is fighting for his life. Uh, granddad in the body of the black dude, tall black dude. He gets on top of Chris to kill him. Chris pulls out a cell phone, puts uh, clicks the flash, which brings back the original guy to his senses for like a second. He pulls up the shotgun that Rose had initially and kills himself. Bruh, that that was hard to watch. <laughs> um, I get it needed to happen, but bruh, I I don't know. I I, I didn't expect the phone to come back into play. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Same. So like, oh, there we go. And I said, there we go. The phone again, and mm-hmm. then. Clapped Rose, the, the groundskeeper clapped Rose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And boom, took himself out. He was just like, "Fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> like it, this, yeah, free me. And it, it's so, man. That's what. Okay, this show, this movie. There's so many things you could do with this movie, because again, they've been doing these experiments forever. Some didn't go right, some did. I mean, look at Logan slash Andre Lakeith's character. He 
that I think would be considered a success. But how many happened before this movie started? You got grandma, you got grandpa, you got Logan. Who else out there just has a this is a black person walking around with this white person in their body? Because the the um the artist guy, I took that he didn't have any family, and so if he had gotten um, Chris's body, he would have just been out there. You know, he's not married, wife and kids, so it's not like, like, there's so many things you could do with this damn property. I feel like, even with, because around the time, late night, mm-hmm. I think shortly after, what's that movie with Lakeith Sanford? Sorry to Sorry bother, bother you. Mm-hmm. Putting on your white voice. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see somebody, just for shits and giggles, take that movie and see if they can fit it somehow. I'm sure they can. Into the Get Out universe. Hell, if you can... I watched somebody on YouTube try to compare Home Alone and Die Hard. Mm. If they can do that... Yeah. Sorry to bother you and Get Out can be put in the same... No, for real. Yeah, no, no, I agree. No, just for shits and giggles, that's all. Because I, I, I was thinking, about, I was like, damn, I was like, this is another movie Lakeith Stanfield's in where it, it involves, a, you know, a Caucasian lifestyle. And, yeah. You know, your Caucasian voice and then and get out. Um, you're putting a white consciousness in a black body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then even at the end, the twist, how they manipulated even more, like, to a very extreme degree. So... There's that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Shit, listen to somebody uh, track that. Find out. Put Sorry to Bother You in the uh, Get Out uh, Jordan Peele universe. God damn it. Y'all make it happen. So, <laughs> um, okay, so this is where the, the, the timeline splits. So, uh, Chris gets on top of Rose, and she's pleading, Oh, help me. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. And he gets to choking her ass. And he's about to fucking kill her. And he does. And as he does, there are flashing lights. And in the main timeline, we get uh, Rod, TSA. He just showed up and showed out. Saved his friend. End of the movie. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect ending. I like he just threw that line in there like he was... <laughs> he said, how did you know where I was? Mm-hmm. So I already told you. TSA. Motherfucking A. Well, TSA, he acted like they are just fucking top notch. Yeah. Like above. Yeah. That's Secret Service for the, for the airport. <laughs> now, that was good. That was a good ending. I feel like it fit perfect. Now, the timeline split, and we get a different ending. Uh, the, <laughs> the alternate ending, uh, after Chris kills Rose, then the police show up. Now, the police lights and the TSA car lights look the same. So you think that it's the police in both. Um, you, I think we would have thought it was the police in, if that, even if this had been the original ending. And these two white cops get out and they come and snatch up Chris and they handcuff him, throw him in the back of the car. And the next thing we get is... Rod showing up at a prison to visit Chris. And he's trying to convince Chris. He's like, man, remember some of them names. You got to find this. You got to find that. You got to come up with something. And 
Chris is calm. He's like, man, no, I'm good. And this is a broken man. Like he's like, I got him. Like I'm good. Whatever happens, I'm good. I I got him. I stopped him. I thought that this that ending was going to go a bit further and show that he didn't actually get rid of everybody. That there were other people who had like I I guess TV shows and shit have conditioned me to to think the worst. So even after he's like, man, yeah, I got him, I killed him, I'm good, and they show him being hauled off back to his cell, I thought that would have been like a last final scene of like Rose waking up or um, somebody else watching the coagula or something. It didn't happen, so thankfully there's that, but those are the two timelines in this movie. So one, which one is your favorite? <laughs> Coming to save his life. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh man. man, I was like, what? That's, a, that's the realest fucking friend in the world. Man. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I honestly, because I be doing that too. I was like, hey man, where you at, bro? Yeah. And shit like that. If something happened like that. Oh my ass, especially me working for security, mm -hmm. armed security. I would have drove out there to get him. Yeah. Yeah, and I think after he found out about Logan and told Rail about Logan, Rod rather about Logan, yeah, I think, yeah. Now him going by himself, I don't know about that, but you know he didn't. Yeah, he did it, so that's cool. But I was like, oh nigga, you, that was brave. I mean, what I picked up on it, they didn't really. I picked up on that. They didn't really go that deep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think like a conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. maybe. Okay, might be because his investigation, the way he was going about it, I'm like, bro, relax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was it was something. Um, yeah, so that happened. That that was the fucking movie, man. And so, tell me, who in this film had the greatest or the best story arc, in your opinion? Story arc. Um. I wow. I would say. I, I would honestly say um. The groundskeeper, to be honest. Hmm. Okay. I didn't even I think of him because they didn't touch on it heavily. But you know, the granddad. Got beaten a foot race by Jesse Owens. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just so fucking petty. Yeah. Just, he was so upset that yeah. he had to begin experiments doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's probably why I see the groundskeeper because he was at that point when he was just like, at the end, he's like, fuck it. I, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Let yeah. me go. Yeah, I agree because he was able to do it on his own. He didn't get killed. He took his own life in his own hands. So I say, yeah. Hey, I was thinking Rod, because he did the investigating, and he ultimately was the one who was right. I Rod first. Mm -hmm. But as this movie came out and people were talking about it, I could not stop talking about him because I was like, bro. Yeah. And, they were like, and that's, at that time, you know, I'm working at the airport. So, of course, I'm, I'm cool with all the TSA agents and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly how they act. Yeah. So yeah. So I think I think Granddad really did have a good one. I think him and 
him and Rob were probably, uh, and of course, I mean, Chris lived, you know, to tell the story. So yeah, but I think is that the the entire movie is just like he's the main character. The mm-hmm. camera's on him. Yeah, the majority of mm. uh, dark skin man, uh, just and he makes it. He survives. Yeah, he he gets out. So yeah, <laughs> he gets out. Yeah, now uh, this don't really track but if this movie was released today do you think well actually no because we do have a different president we have well no we have not a different president we have a different social climate than we did just three yeah. years ago so if this movie came out june so check this out. yeah go ahead um joker hmm some reason and it was just a lot, it was a lot of the white people. They were wanting some shit to happen f- for whatever fucking reason. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, that was an uproar. Uh, the, the social climate in 2017 was slightly different from what it is now. Mm-hmm. It was just warming up to where we are currently in. Mm-hmm. If Get Out was to premiere, let's just say COVID didn't happen. Yeah. And let's say it came out February 24, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, the ending of 2019 with the promotion and everything. Yeah. Oh, you're racist towards whites, you. Mm. <laughs> That's what that would have been. Yeah. That's exactly mm. what that would have been. Yeah, this would be very oh, different. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they would have those were like, oh, you're you're trying to demonize us. This is like, no, it's like it's the reality. That's the, that lets me know that you do not understand mm-hmm. that experience. Yeah, at yeah. Oh shit, yeah. This this was something else. Um, all right, so universe building universe. This movie shares the universe with what other movie or TV show? Like, what do you think is very much in this get out universe. Like any any other Yo get yeah, any anything. It ain't gotta be like us just because it's a Jordan Peele movie, but just like any other uh film or T V show. I would say this could fit in take the alien portion out of it. Mm-hmm. Would say Invasion of the Body mm. Snack Okay. Or Guilty, or uh, what is that film? What is that film? Okay, Faculty Invasion of Body Snatchers. Oh, Faculty! Yeah, hell yeah. Um, um, Puppet Masters. Just you know, ventriloquist puppets mm-hmm. and shit. Um, there's another one. There is another one. Um, I would, you know, I'll keep it at those three. Okay. Faculty, body snatchers. Yeah. Puppet man. I think faculty for damn sure. I'm going to go with, and this might be a bit off, but are you afraid of the dark? That if we're, if we're thinking that those like little kind of suspenseful stories for kids were all in a shared universe, this shit is like an exaggerated form of one of those stories. So I'm going to go with that. Maybe Goosebumps, but for sure, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That uh, old school Nick show. 
you've had some like Goosebumps is one thing. Are you afraid of the dark? Has had some strange past. Do you remember the Tia Tamara one where they like one was a a, list, a chameleon and they like the thing bit her and it became her and then her best friend had to kill one of them and she ended up killing the wrong one and or it yeah it yeah me and my brother had binge watched that shit um. Mm. Months ago, actually, yeah, because okay. it's on YouTube. Me and him, we watched some shit together. We like, Bruh. yeah, yes, I'm, I'm gonna go with that. Are you afraid of the dark? Uh, I could probably come up with more, but off the top of my head, I'm, I'm not really placing anything. That, Maybe Black Mirror. The, like, hmm? no, no, I was saying that's the only thing because you said, well, how does Invasion of the Body Snatchers play into it? And it's like if you take the alien portion out of mm-hmm. it. And then I even mentioned the faculty. The faculty is pretty much like a remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that Nicole Kidman movie, um, The Invasion, but it's still the mm-hmm. same Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Just yeah. take the alien portion out of it. You're controlling people. Yeah. People acting a little strange, stranger than usual. Yeah. And yeah, that's. I think I'm about to watch The Faculty. <laughs> shit, I might do the same. That shit was out enough. I had that on VHS. I probably still got that somewhere here on yeah. VHS. Uh, okay, yeah. so so cool, cool, cool. Now, what would you have changed in this movie? Like, what would you have done that you think would have maybe improved it? Uh, I would have. I would have talked more about the experiments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the ones that brief, I would have briefly talked about the failed experiments. Okay. Or how it came to be. Um, I would have implemented like a, a vaccine of the granddad. Yeah. The foot race against Jesse Owens. Just mm-hmm. to see. Cause I'm like, damn, that would have been dope if that was in there. Yeah. Um, I, I would have put more emphasis in, you know, some flashbacks of the grandparents. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and that was like, okay, us isn't bad or anything to yeah. me. But I was kind of disappointed because I'm like, uh, this, you know, hands across America, they only right mm. The twist is a 1984 commercial that used to play, <laughs> and they play it for like till like maybe 92 or 93. They yeah. across America, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of disappointed me with the whole everybody in the red jumpsuits holding hands together. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking you're gonna get more into the experiments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trying to make comparisons and theories and stuff. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, so the foot race. With Granddad and Jesse, mm-hmm. um, Grandma, Grandpa flashbacks, maybe so, yeah. you know, and failed experiments here and there. Okay, okay, that's oh, fair. Oh, bitch, uh, ass brother would not have been in there. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah, he was he was the wild card, man. I don't stop fucking up the plan. You fucking- <laughs> right, Jeremy, bitch ass. No, yeah. It would have made it. It would have made it a whole lot more tense mm-hmm. had he not been. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him, man. 
Yeah, fuck him. Um, okay, so what's what's your rating? If you you got a one out of ten, what you rating this movie? Um, I I give this a strong eight. Okay, okay. So this and how I, this is something I've been trying to play with, but I don't know if this is going to work. But looking at all the other films, so in this series we did uh, House Party, School Days, Brother to Brother, um, Love and Basketball, Bad Boys, and damn, what's the one I did with Cole? The second one was uh, Boy Bye. These are all very different movies, so the rank things will be very odd, but it... <laughs> I don't know if this is going to, but where, uh, in the list of things, where are you putting Get Out if you've, like, <laughs> I don't know if this will, if I've ever do this. If you're watching Get Out, where are you putting this ranked in these other six movies? Yeah, that's kind of weird. School Days is my shit, man. <laughs> my shit. Bad, I remember seeing Bad Boys in theaters. Yeah. Begging my mom to buy it on VHS at the time. And the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. hmm it's, it's so many because I appreciate it. So because I watch Bad any chance I see Bad Boys, I'm yeah. just, I stop center um, and watch it. But um, where do I rank Get Out amongst those movies? Yeah, it's it's a mixed bag, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> other fuck. It's a lot, bro. It's- these movies don't even oh. match. Like they ain't the same genre. <laughs> yeah, all right, name them again. All right, so we got uh, House Party, That's we fine. got School Days, we got Brother to Brother, Love and Basketball, Bad Boys, and then Boy Bye. <laughs> Ooh, and see, I don't like no man. <laughs> Nala Lathan is my future wife. Okay, okay. One of my future wives. Uh, okay. <laughs> you got to get past Shade. Uh, yeah. Let me see. And I love Omar Epps, but I'm not much of a fan of loving basketball like that. Mm-hmm. I, this Get Out would be at the bottom of the list, to be honest. Oh, really? I only say that because of... Like my dad showing me house party, or mm-hmm. my dad, my you know my mom taking me to see Bad Boys. Uh, me and my dad, actually, my dad told me about uh, Brother to Brother. Okay. Uh, and oh, and then you know school days. Let me not say that. I would I would rank this in the middle. Okay. I would like sandwich these in between. Those uh, those films. Okay, I think that's fair because I'm trying to find a way to rank all the movies in the series, but I don't think it will be necessarily. I don't think I could rank it on like which one is better because I think it'll more oh, or less. Okay. Hmm? No, I was saying. Oh my bad. Okay. No, I no, no. I'm I'm that. just because I'm I'm figuring it out as we go along, and I think it's more or less about the nostalgia because I'm I'm with you. If we're looking at purely off of nostalgia, then it probably would be last because all those other movies are. I have memories tied to those. But yeah, uh, that doesn't make it a bad movie, but out of the ones that this, are here. The fact that this is a cult classic, how shit, House Party's a cult classic. Mm-hmm, really. mm-hmm. 
Yep. And Love um, Basketball kind of kicked off or was one Love of the earlier black. Too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then Boy By is very much Tyler Perry Chitlin Circuit, but it's, it's, it's for a particular person. It's really a just... There's some 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 shit going on. It's not it's not a it's not a fantastic movie, but it's not terrible. So I don't know. I tell you a, a real bad movie. Uh, the cookout. That's it. Oh, <laughs> let me put that. I'm the cookout. <laughs> okay, what's it? Um, it's not like horrible, but I'm like, eh, it's, yeah. it's not hyping too much. Okay, man. okay. Well, shit, listeners, looking at the, the movies that are in the series so far, where would y'all rank this goddamn movie? Where does Get Out fall in between these six other movies? Bad Boys, School Days, Brother to Brother, Love and Basketball, Bad Boys. Did I say Bad Boys already? Yeah, Bad Boys and uh, Boy Bye. Whew, okay, um... Shit, let these folks know they can fuck with you, listen to your shit, and support all your online endeavors and all that. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. I have a podcast called The Social Introvert. Drops every Wednesday and Thursday. Available on all digital streaming platforms where you can get your podcast. And uh, yeah, hit me up. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. And those links will be in the show notes, including my own, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. When you're listening to this episode, check the ones before and after in the feed. Make sure to listen to me and Sid Davis both on Nights in Gotham podcast. Uh, check out BYNK Radio. And um, what else? Oh, check out the other episodes in in this series of the Carefree Black Nerd CBN Movie Night. Uh, let me know what you think. You got any suggestions for future episodes? Let me know that as well. And um, yeah, y'all. Until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and no tea, no shade, all that good shit. If you dating a white woman or a white man, and their family lives hours away from the city, tell them to come and meet and meet you in the city. Goddamn it! No, fuck all that. Fuck all that. That Armitage shit hit too close to home. <laughs> all right, y'all.